This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What is the worst thing about flying? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What's the worst thing about flying Bradley Trainer? Why are we asking? Well, because I came across this story uh, that Subway has given free Sammies to people who fly in the middle seat. Did you <laughs> know this. that it's National Sandwich Day? I didn't know that, but I love this promotion. Sandwiches! Sandwiches for you! Actually, that was yesterday they announced this, but they are giving away uh, 10,000 Subway Series footlong subs for air travelers stuck in the middle seat on National Sandwich Day in a new sweepstakes. With air travel demand hitting record highs ahead of holiday travel season, Subway's making flying a bit better for those passengers. To participate, you have to upload a photo of yourself in the middle seat on November 3rd for a chance to win 10,000 electronic gift cards. Uh, one of. Oh, I'm like, wow, yeah. you've been eating sandwiches for a while. Yeah, so if you aren't traveling on, you can still celebrate with a special promotion on Subway's signature footlongs. You can buy any footlong, get one free with the promo code FLBOGO. Okay. FLBOGO on Subway.com. Anyway, so I saw the promo and I was like, yeah, there is something uniquely ugh about flying in a middle seat. And I thought, let's just have mm. the conflab about what the worst thing about flying is. Because, you know, the cool thing about flying is you can travel through space and time into a wonderful destination hopefully right yeah um in fact we were just talking to uh someone here at the office who's jetting off to a foreign land yeah you get to travel to foreign countries i know warmer climates like whatever you want anyway but it is magical it is magical however because of the world we live in mm -hmm. there are just some mm -hmm. sore spots right 651-641-1071. What is that sore spot for you? What is the worst thing about flying? We have Mary on the line. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary, what's the worst thing about flying? Hello. Well, for the record, I am not a flight attendant, number one, but I used to fly every week. Oh, wow. I had it down to a science. But you know those people that I swear to goodness they've cleaned out their closet. And they've got all this luggage picking mm -hmm. up the entire overhead. And I got my little carry-on, got my laptop, and I'm good to go. And they're like squishing things around, and then you got to put your coat up there. It's like, really? 
Well, really, this is not your personal vehicle. It's like, have some respect. Oh, Mary, I hear you, and thank you for your call. Overhead luggage, hogs. For me, it's like, how many times do they tell you when you're getting on how to put your luggage in the overhead bin to make sure there's room for other people? And then you get up there, and people did it all wrong. Yeah. Yeah, people don't. I mean, that's, you know, as a signature rule follower in the world, uh, it drives me nuts that people don't follow the rules, you know, when you're getting on, yep. a, when you're getting on a plane, because I just feel like if we all follow the rules, we're all gonna, you know, get there a little bit happier mm-hmm. and a little bit kinder because, um, you know, there's room for everyone yeah. and um, you have a spot and you don't need to, ru- you know, rush the line. No, nope. Okay. That's my thing. You know, I the only reason I understand the stressful line thing uh or, or the like rushing the line is people who don't want to pay for luggage. Yeah. to care uh, to check bags and then they want to make sure that they get luggage space. Yep. That's the only like justification I can see. Otherwise, yeah, why are you hurry and try care? to get into that little seat? Literally, that plane will not go anywhere until everyone is fully loaded. Right. And I used to be much more like rush the line, but now I'm aware of when it's time so that I can make a beeline for the line. Right. But I I stay back because yeah. the thing I hate is when people get up there and you're like, you're not even you're like all, zone eight. Oh. So okay, what we're talking about is like the bunching up before. It's your time to board. Yeah. Yes. And you maybe are in a later zone, but I I can't. It's like it. And no matter what happens, this is what happens to a crowd. Uh, when other people come in because it's their turn. Yeah. The people who are hovering and bunching get in closer. Yeah, they're like, Ugh, yeah. And uh, it's like, no, but we're all just doing what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, like, it's follow, my turn. It's, it's so we're going to start I with go. this zone. But, you know, there's like Frank. And he's like, come on, Ethel, we got to get up to the front of the line. Yeah, because we got to get the like, best honey, spot. she's like, honey, that's rude. Just let those people go. And he's like, no, we got to get up there because we got to get the best, you know. Okay, by the way. have time to wipe down everything. 651-641-1071. What's the worst thing about flying? Because here's my other thing about this is that in theory, if we're only allowed the certain amount of carry-ons that we're allowed, you should have room in the bin above your seats Yeah, for your stuff. Yeah, in theory. In theory, but I don't trust that theory because I've also seen how airlines can, you know, overbook a flight. And you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. It's just so frustrating. So what for you is the most annoying thing? I mean that, but also like the constant existential dread that this might be my last flight of all time. Oh, God. Okay. So the fear of flying. That is me. I just have a fear of flying. Yeah, and no, I, But valid. it really is. I, it is fine I once I get flying. up there. But yeah, um, okay, so that for sure. Yeah, but also in 651-641-1071, here's, this is a little one. This is a little tiny itty-bitty baby one. I like to look out the windows. And a lot of people like to keep their windows shut. And I get sad. Because I'm not, I don't usually sit next to the window. Yeah. So if I sat next to the window, that sucker would be open the whole time. I'd be gazing out. I can understand that unless everybody's trying to sleep and, you know, it's like a weird time thing. And Mm -hmm. so the light is, it's still shining. Yeah. I just would like a little more window time is all. All Thank you. Let's go to Anna. We've got Anna. Anna. Anna's on the line. Anna, what's the worst part about flying? Uh, Well, I'm actually learning to fly a Piper airplane and landing is the hardest because 
you got to do it just right. <laughs> wow, Anna, that's so cool. So, but yeah, but I've had so many landings, but finally after about like 70 landings, I can land by myself now. But oh That my is so gosh, cool. Congratulations. So cool. And um, I love the idea of being able to fly yourself because then you don't have to wait in line. You don't got to deal with all the hoi polloi. Um, but, sure. but for, but, but that's scary. It takes a lot of time. You are in control of everything. Mm. It, absolutely. But it's so beautiful when the leaves were changing. It was just like flying over, um, you know, Cheerios, the colorful cereal is so pretty. Oh, <laughs> flying over that. Cheerios. Thank you, Anna. <laughs> Thanks, Anna. That's so awesome. Jody's on the line. Hi, Hi Jody. Jody. Jody, uh, what's the worst thing about flying? Stop bringing your bed pillow on the plane. Just yeah. please stop. Yep, I hear you, Jody. That's a lot of space so to bad. take up. Yeah. And gross. <laughs> Jody doesn't want your pillows. Thank you, Jody, for your call. I will say a lot of my points of frustration are hygiene related, mm-hmm. like just the way people mistreat bathrooms um, and how they don't seem to understand on occasion, like that you need to put the seat down and then flush. Oh, that. Yeah. Like the thing is meant to work with the seat down and then you flush mm-hmm. so that it sucks all the business out. Mm hmm. Anyway, it's hygiene stuff like that. Like, I don't want somebody's, you know. Feet up on your seat. Feet, Cheeto bare fingers. Feet. Mm-hmm. Bare feet. I don't want any part of their feet. I don't yeah, want socks, any feet. Foot. I don't want to see your feet. No Keep feet. Keep them to yourself. Get it's rid of fine. your feet. Don't fly with yeah, feet. No feet, please. Uh, let's go to Monique. Monique is on the line. Monique. Hi, Monique. What is the worst thing about flying? Hi. Good afternoon, everyone. The worst thing I would say is needing to pay to sit with your companion. Uh, yes. Paying extra ridiculous. to get moved over to where the rest of your family is? Yes. It, you should be able to choose to sit in a row. I mean, every seat now is a charge. 25 35 Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I feel you, Monique. Monique, thank you for your call. I will say that, I mean, some of this is on me. Like, if I wait too long to schedule a flight or like book a flight and all the seats and all the seats are taken and i'm like just trying to do something nice for everybody and not make them sit next to my offspring yeah like i'll do i'll take that but like yeah they're all like there's just like one seat here and three seats over here and they're all over the place and that's my own fault yeah but i do wish there were a way that we could like get the phone numbers of some people and maybe negotiate (laughs) Negotiate. prior to the flight so we're not having that panic at the last minute uh when we return on the colleen and bradley show we need to take a moment to discuss the fingers of king charles yes he has sausage fingers and I don't think that's like some sort of culinary no, um, experience. Not sausage fingers <laughs> with the HP sauce. <laughs> We're going to talk about the king's sausage fingers when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, you probably didn't know this morning when you woke up that you were going to take part in a conversation about the king's sausage fingers, but here you are on the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. Uh, do tell us about the king's sausage fingers. King Charles' massive sausage fingers explain. That is the title. <laughs> I know. Look, I saw the article and I thought, as a fellow carrier of sausage fingers, 
I wouldn't quite call them massive, but they've been referred to as sausages in my life. I decided, what is this all about? I have never in my life noticed uh, King Charles' massive sausage fingers. But the internet provides. Mm. So I opened the article, and sure enough, there's a picture of uh, King Charles with some massive Sausage fingers. I mean, those are some mitts he's got on him, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, also, they kind of kick him when they're down, like... With King Charles having just recently taken the throne after the passing of Queen Elizabeth, he's now in the public eye more than ever. However, his every move is being watched carefully, and there's one thing about the new king that seems to be baffling people online. His swollen sausage fingers. Oh my God. And I thought, like, wow, is this really where we are in the world? Now, apparently he's actually called them sausage fingers himself. And again, as a carrier of sausage fingers. I, too, have sausage fingers. And I don't mind, you know, admitting it. Um, These are sausage. I have five sausages on each hand. He's uh, apparently, uh, this is what we do now. Somebody has taken to TikTok as a uh, Sausage finger expert? Dr. David Reiner showed up on TikTok uh, with a biological reason for swelling in the royal fingies. Quote, Throughout your body, you've got blood vessels. I don't think he's British. Anyway, throughout your body, you've got blood vessels that deliver oxygen to your cells. These blood vessels are full of red blood cells and fluids. Now there are pressures within the blood vessels that cause fluid to exit them. He goes on to share that apparently something called oncotic forces are pulling this fluid back into the blood vessels. But... That doesn't always happen. Anyway, there's some reason he's got swollen fingers, but who cares if if the king has swollen fingers because he um, has got an issue? He's good. He's got National Health Service to help him out. The NHS over there in the UK, they'll take care of his bloated uh, phalanges. Okay, I'm sorry. I just looked at his his sausage fingers again. And I don't think you and I have sausage fingers like he has sausage fingers. No, I mean, he really does have sausage Mm -hmm. fingers. Yeah, there's something going on. Yeah. Like, there is. So the Massive! When the doctor weighed in on that, um, you know, if you are a person who has identified your own phalanges as sausages, just know it might not be the same kind of sausage, is all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, his is like a knockwurst. Ours are like uh, Lil Smokies. Yeah, Lil Smokies. Yeah, just short and stubby. You know, like, I just, that's my, I I think it's because I'm Norwegian. I. What? That's a thing. Or maybe it's because I'm Irish. Maybe it's my Irish. It's just called genetics and some people get sausage fingers and it's fine. I mean, I have never thought about my fingers until other people pointed them out. It's like everything, like. You know, I uh, was very tall, young, and so constantly people were pointing that out. And I was like, I don't, why do people feel the mm. need to point out things that are right in front Isn't of them? Isn't that kind of a weird habit of it's humans? It's a weird, a It's really weird. <laughs> it's a weird human condition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to just look say, at somebody like, and go, oh, that's weird. Look at your weird stuff. Yeah, you have this thing that stands out, and I want to tell you about it. Being yeah. like, perceived yeah, like, is I'm, a trick. I'm just trying to like. I'm just moving through blend spa- in. How do you walk around with them ham hocks? <laughs> oh boy! You know 
thank you, world. I didn't need this. Anyway, mm-hmm. I just wanted you to know that the world is very concerned with the King's Sausage Fingers. And it made me laugh because, again, as someone who can relate to this, I just love that somebody would go so far as to be like, you know, I'm going to further my influencer yeah. career by, uh, like, drawing on a chalk, or a, in this case, a marker board. Yeah the biological explanation for what might be going on with well, yeah. the king's fingers. Well, imagine getting that call from where whatever outlet asked and you're right. like, "Oh boy, okay." Yeah, hi. You're sitting you in your office on the king's sausage fingers. Can you use the medical reason why <laughs> he's got sausages? Okay. Hashtag big fingers. <laughs> Like who's? I feel like I don't want to click on that hashtag and see what no. else. Oh my God, no, I'm not looking up. Uh, apparently, it did. By the way, I didn't. I I kind of didn't give you the full science. It had something to do with lymph, his lymph system. But again, like you don't know that. Like any doctor, you you can't treat somebody by picture. Which that always drives me a little bit crazy when the medical experts are weighing in on somebody who they're not treating. Well, that's why, because then people yeah. think they can turn on TikTok and find out what's wrong with them. Yeah. Don't do, don't do that. it. It is a rabbit hole of terror. Not gonna. I will say also, he probably has some of the best doctors at his own disposal. That's what I said. He has yeah. free health care. Yeah. He's got national health. So if his sausage fingers are of concern, yeah. rest assured, there are people yeah. who are exactly have their eyes on his sausage <laughs> What did, What do his toes look like? Oh boy. Nobody knows. Little smokies. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Those chubs. What were those chub sausage things? Oh yeah. Uh, we are going to talk about <laughs> dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid. Idiots! After this on My Talk 1071. Oh, dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, we have a name for those dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid. Idiots! Well, then, I guess one could say. That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 And sometimes other places. Like? Like, for example, Georgia. Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Uh, Georgia. So here's what had happened. Um, thieves are going to thief. That's what they do. Uh, nine bandits have been accused of burglarizing multiple homes and vehicles between uh, early October, between now early October and now uh, all in the same area, about a half hour outside of Atlanta. And uh, there was something that happened that led authorities to these nine thieves. That is the thing that makes them crazy, stupid idiots. Okay. Here's what we do know. Okay. These thieves hiked through wooded areas and would sneak up on properties and cars and then make getaways and stash items that they stole until they could take them elsewhere. Okay. Okay. So like they'd go through the wooded areas, they'd get to the house, they'd grab something and then they'd they hide it in the wooded area or yeah. somewhere close by and then make their break for it until okay. they could come back later and get it. Okay. Right. That is the problem. And that is what was their undoing. Oh, 
One of the items that they stole from one of the homes or vehicles was a bag of miniature Milky Way bars. What? Which of all Fun the bars Milky Ways? of all the bars to get yeah. Milky Way. But okay, I'm not going to judge. Uh, they stole a bag of Milky Way bars from somebody's property. And it's apparently... It's probably had option. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like they had a whole selection. No, but I'm just judging the person who bought the Milky Ways in oh, the first place. Okay. Sorry. Right. Sorry. It's just I my Milky reality. Yeah. It just isn't my favorite. When given all the options, yeah. I might have gone Twix first. But again, nobody all asked. Right. However, the thieves, you know, I don't know, thieving uh, drums up an appetite in some. The thief was, uh, one of the thieves was snacking on these Milky Ways while they made their way through the woods to the place where they were going to stow the things that oh, they... Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. And like happened. my children, they just like to throw the wrappers down behind them. Oh my God. So they were literally leaving a crumb trail? They left a Milky Way wrapper trail. Oh my gosh. The cops uh, followed that oh, trail that's... all the way to their house because he was eating them Nine everywhere. thieves were caught because somebody couldn't yeah. keep their candy feelings to themselves. The oh, ongoing, no. the arrest is ongoing. Or the, I'm sorry, ongoing. The, invest, the investigation is still ongoing oh, okay. and more arrests are possible. So there are nine burglars that got charged, that got arrested, and there might be more. So there you go. Okay, well, yeah. uh, again, you know... I'm surprised that this did not occur to the person or persons. Right. Like, hey, maybe uh, throwing candy bars left and right as we're making our way to the hideaway. Yeah. Not the best plan. Not the best idea. Not the best plan. That was where again? That was in Georgia. Oh, that's right. Georgia. Now we're going to Texas. Okay. Brownsville, Texas. And I want to tell you about a woman who was arrested after she did something. And it was illegal, which is why it's crazy, stupid idiots. But... The crazy, stupid part involves a baby gun. A baby gun? Baby gun. Oh. I was baby. like, what? That's what they would say in Texas. Okay, baby, baby gun. gun. Okay. Um, I live there, so I know. Anyway, uh, her name is Heaven Valenzuela. She is 17 and was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon family violence. Oof. I don't know. There should be probably a comma there because I don't think deadly weapon family violence is a thing. No. Anyway, she uh, threatened to shoot a man with a BB gun. But that's not the crazy stupidity portion. The crazy stupidity portion is why she shot or uh, threatened to shoot uh, the guy with the BB gun. Okay. <laughs> Baby. She threatened to shoot this person with a BB gun because was this in her home? No. Okay. Where were they? Uh, that's a great question. They were outside of a retail establishment. Many know as Walmart. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. She threatened to uh, shoot this person with a BB gun because they took her parking spot. No, that's a great idea though, because you could see that happening, mm-hmm. right? In the world that we live in, be careful. Don't cut somebody off or steal their parking spot because mm-hmm. you there's no there telling could what be a BB happen. gun. No, they were at the 2700 block of Boca Chica where the Walmart was, and she was arguing with a man. Uh, 
And it's what they were arguing about, Walmart related, that earned this story um, crazy stupidity. The rollback prices. <laughs> no. No, in fact, I'll just tell you, she didn't want to go to Walmart. I mean. Yeah, she didn't want to go to the I Walmart. I get that. So she got out of the van, started to walk to the store. Valenzuela, or uh, the, the, excuse me, the victim was like, well, I'm going to the Walmart. Got out of the van, started to walk towards the Walmart. And uh, Ms. Valenzuela approached him with the BB gun and said she would shoot him. Thankfully, police, uh, uh, when they arrived, he told police that he took the gun away from her. They both returned to the vehicle, which apparently was occupied by another man and three children. Oh, no. So uh, police later found some marijuana on her. So she got charged with possession because there were kids involved. She also got charged with child endangerment. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Use your words. Just yeah, like I, I mean, what I would like to know is, did she not want to go to Walmart? Period. Like any shopping experience, or was it like I prefer Costco? Yeah, or like I had other ideas of where what discount retailer yeah. I was excited about going yeah. to. There's no word on that though. Okay. Luckily, she didn't shoot anyone. She was arrested, and she is now in custody. Oh, thank goodness, and nobody was hurt. Uh, okay, now we're going to Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Where the wind goes sweeping across the plain. Exactly. Um, here's like a little like tip for burglary people. Okay. Uh, keep your personal possessions separate from the merch that you are trying to steal. Okay. Because... These uh, these burglars in Oklahoma on Sunday morning burglarized an AT&T store. Now, they thought they were being really smart because they cut the power to the store before they broke a window to get in. Oh, wow. So they thought, okay, That's... like, this is great. Like, we cut the power, then there's no alarm system, then there's no camera system, then there's nothing to alert people to the fact that we are in the store. Okay. However, when they cut the power, there were also no lights, which meant that uh, they had a difficult time telling the difference between the phones that they were stealing and their actual personal phones. And one of the thieves left their personal oh, phone okay. at the scene of the crime. All right. So how do you put your phone down. I don't get it. I don't get it either. You need to have that thing secured on your person when you are trying to burglarize. But uh, no, the cops showed up to the scene and they noticed that there was a phone there that was not one of the new phones that they have on display at the AT&T store. So they took it into evidence. Then after that, the thief came back to the store after it was opened and was like, hey, yeah, I, I recently left my phone here. And so they looked for it. But, of course, they didn't have it because the police had it oh for evidence. God. So the police were like, hey, yeah, so they we got called, your phone. The employees called the police and they were like, yeah, this guy came in looking for his phone. It wasn't here. Here's the car that he was driving. They give him all the information. Oh, God. And then they tracked him down. Now, when the cops. this, So that's crazy, stupid idiot moment number one. The guy left his own phone 
in yeah, the phone that. store that he was burglarizing and then went back to look for it. That's yeah. number two. Here's number three. Oh my God, there's a number three. The cops show up to his car and like to say like, hey dude, you're the guy who burglarized the AT&T store. We know because we have your phone and they saw you leave in this yeah. car and what's your name? And okay. he said, Matt Damon. What? He said his name was Matt Damon. A uh, clarifying question. Is his name really Matt Damon? No. Oh, okay. What's his name? Dylan Slack. Oh. And he okay. and his father, David McCullough, were the ones who burglarized the, the store. They were the perps. Yeah, I'm looking but at their mugshots. Don't look Matt, anything like Matt Dillon. Da- Damon. Or, or, or Matt, Matt Dillon. Dillon. Yeah. Neither, actually. Uh, nope. Not Matt Damon. So weird. Like, why do you, do you honestly think? But like, strong genes, because they do look a whole lot alike. The oh, the yeah, the father and son. Yes, team. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I worked with Matt Damon's cousin once. Oh, did you? Did and you? he looked like Matt Damon. Did he? Did he really? So that guy doesn't look like Matt Damon. Oh, okay. Okay, that's good. Now what I have did questions you do with about Matt, Matt Damon's, Damon's cousin. Matt Damon's cousin. <laughs> uh, look, I met Dylan generation. He's my generation. But Matt Damon is your contemporary as well. Mm, yeah, but I was pretty much adult by the time he came along. I'm just saying I grew up having Matt Dillon in my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what about Matt Damon's cousin? He just looked like Matt Damon. But what did oh you gosh. do with him? Don't you have any juicy gossip to yeah, share? Yeah, like tell us more. No, oh. we worked at a restaurant together. Oh, was he married? I don't remember. Like Perkins okay. or what? No, but oh. I do remember that he looked like Matt Damon. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I'm just saying. Matt Damon didn't go to the family reunions much. He was kind of busy. Yeah, you can see that. He was a busy guy. He also shut down a a tourist destination that I was trying to go to, and I didn't get to have my uh, tourist experience thanks to Matt Damon. Wow. Yeah. It's really sad. Sorry about that. Mm -hmm. It's okay. I made it back. Good. And And, you know... Yep. Curse, curse on Matt Damon. Yep. You got to see no, what you I'm needed not to see. curse him, but he did uh, interrupt my vacation. That's Thank true. you. Rude. Well, when, it turns out we've all got Matt Damon stories. I don't. Well, you just shared one. I did? Yeah. Oh, that one. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we come back <laughs> on the Colleen and Bradley show. I wanted like a personal Matt Damon oh, sorry. story. Sorry. I am too. Uh, we're going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback Live. after this on My Talk 1071. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.